welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello, everyone. Hi, Marquita. Hi. So, guys, welcome to another episode of Polished Gems. Of course, we here we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. And for those who are just joining us, this is based off of our blog from FruitfulGems.com, where we uh, created this podcast to have deeper conversations about the nine fruits of the spirit that we actually discuss on our blog. So I'm your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog Fruitful Gems. I'm also an author, a real estate agent in the state of Georgia, and a mom of two children. And I have with me my contributor, Marquita Young. Marquita, go ahead. Marquita, go ahead and um, go ahead and introduce yourself for the people today. All right. So I'm Marquita. I am a wife and a mom of two. I'm an author and a contributor for Fruitful Gems. And I also own a business called Inspire You Gifts. Perfect. So, so glad to have you again. I wanted to talk about the blog that you wrote this time. So our blog of focus tonight, guys, is love and growth. So uh, can you give us a brief description of what this blog was about? Okay, so this blog was about how um, we sometimes don't allow people to grow at the pace that they need to grow. Um, It's really touching on how we need to love people where they are and love them through their growing process. Um, And really touching on how um, God will help us to um, grow when we are in a stagnant place, um, if we just lean on him. That's really good. So let's uh, dissect the blog a little bit, actually, because you talked about different points. So let's go over love as it relates to growth. One of the things that I saw that you mentioned was um, you said one thing that you've experienced in life is how people can be impatient and unkind during the growth process. Can you kind of explain a little bit more detail what you meant and why you mentioned that? Absolutely. So we have a tendency um, just as people to not allow people to kind of grow and mature at their own pace. So um, we get frustrated and we get impatient when they're not where we think they should be in life. So not, you know, we're not focusing on where they are and how we can assist them if they even want assistance in growing. Um, But we're just like, okay, they're too, like, they're too old for that, or they shouldn't be in this place, or they should know better. And, you know, we tend to put our views on other people. Um, So there are times I feel like when um, God will have us repeat lessons. And so maybe we don't, we're not growing um, at that time, because he'll have us repeat lessons several times until we get it. And then, you know, you grow from that place. Um, And he does that because we're stubborn and we're hard headed sometimes. And he needs to make sure that we got it, you know, that we're learning everything we need to learn in the season that we're in before he elevates us. Right. So we don't repeat things. So um, it can be hard for people to realize, like, you know, if you if the person that you're seeing isn't where you think they should be, it's because they haven't learned all they needed to learn in the season that they currently are in in order to elevate to the next level. 
And so instead of being upset and frustrated and impatient about where they are, really kind of pray for them and cover them where they are um, so that God can, you know, um, so that you can pray for them, you know, on their behalf for God to help them elevate them as opposed to judging. You're right. We um, we definitely judge people mm-hmm. <laughs> where they are. Uh, a lot of people don't think so. They, uh, I've heard people say, yeah, no, I don't judge, you know, but I believe we do. We're yeah. in um, we're in such a culture that even on social media, we will um, we will down people who are still working their nine to five and don't have an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. By saying, oh, you're still working your nine to five. Well, you should be working a business. It would, That's not for everybody and mm-hmm. might not be their current season. Right. Mm-hmm. Not to say that entrepreneurship um, doesn't come with its perks, uh, nor its setbacks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, same with a nine to five. It comes with its perks and with its setbacks. So at the end of the day, I I believe we've gotten to a culture of um allowing, uh, not necessarily allowing people to grow in the pace, as you mentioned, of where they are, right? And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's also due to healing. Now, for those of us who have been called, let's say for those of us who have been called to come off of nine to five to entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. that takes healing. That takes grieving, right? Mm -hmm. That takes grieving that nine to five. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we're just we're told to gloss over that step, right? <laughs> like just transition into entrepreneurship. Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, <laughs> you that you gotta grieve that job because for a lot of times, for people who did have the nine to five, who have been called by God to go into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. you gotta close that door first, right. and that takes time. That takes time because now you're taking something where you were getting up every morning. To, you know, routinely going to that job mm-hmm. to now say, or whatever that title was, let's say you worked your way up to a certain title. Now you've got to tell yourself, well, I'm not that no more. And I'm getting ready to go into entrepreneurship and almost feel like you're starting all over again at the bottom. Right. That is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is hard to fathom. That is hard to wrap your mind around. So for, so it's, it's not always now, where we add our stubbornness is we're like, I heard you, God, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's where we add our stubbornness. But for some of us, it's healing. So and grieving. If we don't get into those steps and make grieving and healing also a part of that, you're right. It then leads also into our stubbornness because now we're going, I'm not going to grieve that closed door because I don't want to, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, or I'm not going to, um, get to a point where I soften my heart so that I can't even go into this new season. Right. So um, for many of us, it's those things. And I think that's also why we judge people. Because for some of us, the transition was a lot easier, right? Yeah. There wasn't, for some people who left and were like, I'm fine with leaving. Well, if you're fine with leaving, that's great. But someone who built up their career for 20 years became a manager, CEO, you know, CEO, VP, or right. anything like that. Getting back to now I'm in entrepreneurship and I got to be everything. Yep. <laughs> I ain't got no help over here. <laughs> or I don't have no help yet. 
Let right. me correct myself. I don't have any help yet because I got to build a foundation first before mm-hmm. God brings in the help, right? Right. When we get to those steps, that's when it becomes like, oh my God, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I think we've got to learn to be sensitive to each other's growth patterns and growth process. Because you're right. I could want to see, I'm going to give uh, an example. I could want to see my family members, right, further along than where they are. Mm-hmm. But if I if I don't um, look at the whole big picture, meaning where they have to leave from, did they still have to grieve it? Like there's different things that we have to look at to be able to finally take in and go, that's why it's taking you a minute. I get it now, right? right? Mm-hmm. So um, what are some solutions then would you recommend that people take to um, basically love people as it relates to their growth process? Um, so I think the most important thing is to be understanding, um, be understanding of where they are. Um and really just kind of let people grow at their own pace. Have a conversation. You feel like they're not where they need to be. Have the conversation so you can have an understanding of why they aren't where you think they should be. Um, because having insight will help you to help them if they even want your help. Um, I really think that it's important that we don't put our viewpoints on other people um, because we we as a people sometimes we give unsolicited advice i mean did they want your help did they want your advice you know a lot of people don't have an issue with where they are in life and they shouldn't because nine times out of ten they're where god wants them to be or where they need to be um but there are some times where people are stagnant because they're afraid to grow however if you have the conversation you can decipher whether it's they're afraid to grow to the next level and you can help them in that regards or if they are just where they need to be in life. So it, it's the conversation. I believe that that's a great place to actually start. Um, I know some of the things that uh, God showed me and actually that you mentioned in mm-hmm. the blog was to do a heart check. Right. That was a good one. Um, and you said uh, figure out if uh, their failure to grow is tied up in the way that you have been treating people around you. That, uh, I was like, wow, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> because when we do, uh, when we do look inside of ourselves and see, you know, if we're projecting, um, that onto them mm-hmm. and even, um, not realizing if, their failure to grow or if they're getting stagnant and even our our own failure to grow is projected in that as right. well, mm-hmm. uh, which you mentioned in how we even treat people mm-hmm. because we could be doing more harm than help right. because like, like you said in the unsolicited advice, right? because <laughs> sometimes God will ask us to privately pray and then, but then sometimes it's outwardly speak. Mm-hmm. So we got to know the distinction of when to do that. And then sometimes it leave it well alone. Right. <laughs> let, let God work. So we have to get super sensitive to Holy Spirit of what to do in which situation. Mm-hmm. Because um, for me in particular, I get dreams about people every now and again. 
and I'll hear their name in my dream or I'll see their face every now and again in my dreams. And then I'll wake up and go, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with that? (laughs) Because there'll be times that he wants me to just pray for them. There are times he's like, I ain't asked you to do nothing. I just put them on your heart right (laughs) right now. (laughs) And then it will make sense later, Mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes I've had people call me and go, hey, the Holy Spirit said I should talk to you. And I'm like, Oh, wait, I didn't know (laughs) that. And then it leads the open door for me to say something, Mm -hmm. right? To say something more and be like, well, God placed you on my heart. And, and then I start to find out why as they keep talking, Mm -hmm. right? And then we, and then as they're talking, I'm, I'm still in my head going, okay, Holy Spirit, you, you open up this door, show me what I'm supposed to be doing with it. Right. Right. So I don't, because at the end of the day, what I realized about godly connections, whether they be just for a season, for a moment or whatever it is, that God has a plan and I'm supposed to do something, either plant the seed or water a seed or something, right? right? With each uh, relationship. So um, it, it's been an interesting journey as we go along mm-hmm. and we see not only our own personal growth, but other people's growth. Um, I even like, that you said, um, one of the other things that you said was that our next season may be tied to how patient and kind we are to others and how kind and patient we are to ourselves. Can you talk a little bit more about that? So I think that um, when we mistreat God's people, he'll keep you in a place or in a season until you learn how to treat people better. If you are impatient in the season, if you are unkind in the season, he can't elevate you with that same um, impatience and unkindness because you're going to carry it into your next season. So you have to, um, it's, it's all about how we treat people. Are you treating people well? Did he send people to you? How did you react in the situation? You know, that goes back to um, the lessons that we learn. He will have you learn the lesson until you get it. Um, If you're impatient and unkind, you're going to learn how to be patient and kind before he elevates you. And that's just the bottom line to it. Um, So how we treat people is definitely tied to whether or not you get to grow and move into another season. Because if you don't, if you don't treat people the way or learn the lesson of how to treat his people in the way that he wants you to in a season, you cannot elevate. You're going to keep learning and keep going through the same situations and keep encountering the same scenarios and the same people. And you may not even realize it, but it's going to happen. And then later on, when you finally get it, you'll look back and be like, oh, that's what he wanted me to get. You know, <laughs> I find, OK, I got it. You know, I was I was treating people wrong. I was, um, you know, not patient with with them in their growing process. Right. I'm growing just as well as other people are growing. And so why I, I realized I wasn't extending the same grace. Right. That's something that you can realize. I realized that I wasn't. Um, covering them the way that I was supposed to, but instead I was focused on judging them and trying to move them along to where I wanted them to be. So it's just, it's at all of our growth and whether we get to elevate or not is really um, part of it is how we treat his people. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a moment. 
All right, we're back and let's continue. Oh, I'll, that's a great segue because I want to go into um, the other part of your blog that I want to break down and examine was being jealous and boastful concerning growth. Let's talk about those two areas. Can you give me, um, can you give me and our listeners a little bit more insight of what you meant about being jealous and boastful concerning not only our growth, but the growth of others? Mm-hmm. So I think that um, it's easy for us to look at other people's life and then compare ourselves to other people. Um, and then when we spend a lot of time comparing ourselves to other people or looking at other people's life, we get stagnant in our growth. Um, it's, and then um, we become jealous. We can become jealous of the fact that we saw somebody, they, they just started a business and their business is booming. And then we just started a business and our business is barely making it. You know, it's easy to look at other people and really kind of develop a, a jealousy of what they have. Um, but you don't know what they've been doing prior to starting their business. There are people who they have their business as a side hustle for years before they even make it official. Right. And so you're jealous of a walk that you know nothing about. And so that's something that, you know, we have to really be careful about. But we also have to be careful about not being boastful when we make it or when we get to a place or when we um, meet our goals. We can't throw it in other people's faces. We can't be. um, It's something to share your testimony. And then it's another thing to. Um, throw it in people's faces and make them feel some type of way about it. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to make people feel negatively about your accomplishments. You always want to present it in a way that is God-like, right? With love and with the thought to want to encourage and inspire, you know, all of the positive things, right? So it's important that we give people, we show people our love and we show people our growth in a loving and caring type of way, right? And that we realize that our walk is our walk and it's not going to look the same as somebody else's. And so we have nothing to be jealous of because we will accomplish what God wants us to accomplish as long as we're doing what he has aligned us to do. And so there's no reason to be jealous of anybody. And of course, when jealousy rises up, you got to kind of figure out why (laughs) and where that's coming from. And the way um, I want to add to that, uh, the way to be able to do that is to go before God. So if you're not sure of like what she said, if you're not sure of, well, how do I distinguish, you know, sharing my testimony versus sounding boastful, Mm -hmm. go to God about how to say that, right? Because at the end of the day, we could think um, just saying it, shouting it out to the world is the best way. Mm-hmm. That's not always necessarily the case. The beautiful part about God is that he will actually give you not only the timing of when to share it, but the word right. of how to share it. So if, you, if you're ever unsure of how to share that, um, my suggestion is, okay, God, you know, um, how do I share my testimony and when do I share my testimony? And then 
my other favorite question is with who, right? Because the funniest thing is sometimes it's uh, actually, I hear Holy Spirit saying, most of the times it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I know that's going to sound weird <laughs> to people, but it, most of the time your testimony is not for everybody. It's, not. <laughs> it's for a certain group of people. And, and that could be either one-on-one because sometimes it is for just certain people one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is for a group. There are people who've been, um, who go to speaking engagements and that particular speaking engagement was ordained by God for them to share their testimony because um, you'll hear them say things like, I, I wasn't even going to say this. Right. <laughs> and, and then they just start talking <laughs> about it. And it's like, it, it almost pours out and it doesn't stop till they're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> till they've said what they've got to say. But typically, whoever was in that space, right, at that time that those words came out, needed to receive it or needed to hear Mm -hmm. it to remind them of something else that God had said previously, whether it had been privately or by someone else to them, uh, so that they could receive that. So, yeah, if you're ever questioning how to do that, I I would definitely recommend seeking God. Let's talk about the self-check and the heart check of the matter when it comes though, to being jealous and boastful concerning your not only your growth, but other people's mm-hmm. growth. Um, you had some valid questions. So we're going to ask these. Guys, again, I'm going to recommend taking out your pen and paper or um, jotting these questions down so that you can ask them in and of yourself whenever you have a moment. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into these. You said, what is it? that you are jealous of when they when they're looking at this question Mm -hmm. what areas maybe do they need to examine is it just everything or is there more specific situations um i think it can be everything but i also think it would be um it's based on the situation itself because really when jealousy creeps up you really kind of have to do a self-evaluation and kind of figure out okay what is it that I'm jealous of? Am I jealous because um, I feel like I'm stagnant in my growth and they're not? Am I jealous because um, they're where I want to be? Am I jealous because they have something that I don't have or that I feel like I don't have? Because, you know, that may not necessarily be the case, but we we trick our mind into stuff. but just figuring, pinpointing what what is the reason that you're jealous in the first place is the first step to kind of getting, starting to kind of get over it. Yeah, in your second question, um, I'll just flow right into it. You said uh, for everyone to examine, why are you jealous of it? And you touched upon it um, as you answered that first question, mm-hmm. but uh, to, to understand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what made to examine that whatever situation made you jealous to examine why why is a great thing to expound upon now sometimes that even includes going to God to open that up because it could be something even deeper a lot of times we look very very surface Mm -hmm. so um, uh, and that's just because of our human Mm -hmm. mind right Uh, but sometimes it's digging a little deeper to find out that it could have been connected to something way in your past that happened that you have forgotten about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and things of that nature are actually connected to why you might have been jealous. So really seeking God even deeper for that one is a great way to start. Do you have any other tips too for that particular question for them? Um, no, just really taking the time to just figure out, you know, why why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Because I mean, like she like you said, it could be something in the past. And a lot of times it is something in the past that you've forgotten about that just kind of, you know, you're triggered into feeling a way because back then you felt that way. Um, and so, you know, just really taking, taking note of why you're jealous of something. All right. And that leads us to the last question, which was um, for your heart check. It, do you um, know what it took for that person to get that thing or to get to that place in life. Now, this question is um, an amazing question to ask because this brings up that us comparing ourselves to others. Mm -hmm. So um, when we compare, we can get into very dangerous territory because of what you mentioned in within that question, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what did that what did it take for that person to even get the thing that you're jealous of or even get to a place in life that you're jealous of right. you don't know the nights that they may have had to cry right. <laughs> you don't know the um the days without money that they had to experience mm -hmm. you don't know if they were homeless you don't know all the full testimony right. of that because as we mentioned before a lot of times when we some um, when people are able to tell their testimony, it's only the bits and pieces mm -hmm. sometimes. It's not even the whole story. Because one, we might not have all the time of day to sit and listen to the whole story because by the time you're done, you're going, that's not real life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at them going, Jesus brought you through what again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's things of that nature. Um in terms of comparison, so this question wasn't on here as a heart check question, but I'm going to ask it. Marquita, have you ever been in a space where you have had to ask these questions of yourself? Yes, absolutely. Um, I have because in this social media age, it's easy to kind of get sucked into what people show you and kind of feel some type of way about where you think they are in life or where you, um, you know, th the assumption, the story that you create for them in your head, because we really don't know the full story. We know what we see. We know what they tell us, like you said, the bits and pieces. And so definitely I kind of found myself kind of like looking and just being like, oh, why am I not there yet? Or, okay, God, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but why are they so far ahead of me? But the reality of the situation is if I knew their testimony, if I knew what it took for them to get where they are today, um, I might be happy with right? because walking in someone else's shoes versus walking in my shoes, um, I'm, I'm almost positive. I probably don't want to walk in their shoes. And so, <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's just, really having to um, go through the questions and really kind of figure out why am I feeling that way and really cancel that emotion out, cancel that jealousy out when it arises as quickly as it comes because, um, you know, jealousy can lead to other things too. 
like hating people, you know, or disliking people because you feel some type of way and you don't even know the full story. So definitely these are questions that I've had to ask um, in a season or in my journey or in my walk just to, you know, cancel it out as soon as it comes up. Yeah, same here. Um, I have to stay away from comparing myself uh, to others mm -hmm. and especially those in my uh kind of close peer group because it seems like they just they grow so quickly and so fast and recover so quickly and I'm like why am I slow <laughs> someday <Right. laughs> um but the Lord has had to remind me that um it's not that I'm slow it's it's that I am where I am for a reason so so um let's leave them with one last thought uh let's leave them with what God desires of us actually regarding love and growth. Um, you had the, the verse about what love truly is. Can you mm -hmm. tell them that? All right. So love is not rude. It is compassionate, patient, and non-judgmental. Love does not demand its own way. Love does not force people to grow at your pace. Love is meeting people where they are and helping them on their growth journey by giving them your testimony and your wisdom. It's allowing them to grow at a pace that is comfortable for them while educating and encouraging them, encouraging them along the way. Well, guys, that's our final thought for tonight. I hope you enjoyed this segment. If you did, please subscribe please join us so you can get these recordings and as always you can actually find them now available on our website which is fruitfulgems.com forward slash polished gems and um, Marquita did you have any other final words um, I hope this blessed you all I hope you listen to all the other ones as she said and um, that you enjoy them and that you keep coming back Guys, have a wonderful evening and until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to fruitfulgems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L jems.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide discovering your worth through the fruit of God's spirit until next time